Probably science. I am Andy Wood, joined by Brooks Whelan. Summer country. Will it ever? Summer country. Summer country. Guess what? It's fans, summer country. fans of our of our smartest host uh, rejoice because Matt Kirshen is back. Hello. I. I- I I love I love that the fans genuinely think that I'm the smartest just because I have the accent. Of course, yeah. yeah. Got you, are credit. you aware of summer country? I am, thanks exclusively to your. Okay, just so as long show. as you know. Yep, we have summer country. It's going. I on. don't know if it happens over overseas. I don't know if the summer country it totally extends across the pond. Let's bring our guest in, everybody. We're very lucky to have him. Steve Ag yeah. is our guest today. Science. 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 You've seen him on the Sarah Silverman program on an upcoming project that we may or may not be able to talk about that I didn't ask ahead of time if we can. We can talk about it, I guess. Uh, Yeah, thanks for joining us. Batman 4. Batman Batman 4. The fall of Batman. The darkest of nights. I'm surprised they went for like an older Robin. I was was too, but I'm not (laughs) thankful for it. That's right. Knock on wood. It's pretty cool. Is Christian Bale as, as cool and down to earth as he seems? He's uh, yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, seems he's like a really solid, nice, real solid dude. Yeah, solid. He doesn't mind when you talk to him while they're filming and he's nope. acting. That's his no. big thing because no. he's, he's like, that's reality. That's true life. You know, yeah, it's just that's people, real. People are crossing over and interrupting you all the time in reality. So if you're filming, if you're doing a scene, that should also be happening. Absolutely, yeah. it's a great method. Even yeah. if it's the crew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you ever find yourself working on a Christian Bale project, now you know how to get the best out of it. Feel free to talk whenever you want when you're around Christian Bale. You guys, Bale. I, have, yeah. I have devastating summer country news. Oh, no. Oh, shit. I was going to go see Alan Jackson on Friday. Oh, it was canceled. It got canceled last minute. Was one ticket not enough for an audience? Fuck <laughs> you, man. He sold out the Greek, and then he canceled it. Why? Because it's postponed. It come on, postponed until Wednesday. Sinus infection. It says uh, bullshit. Alan Jackson, oh, you're playing the Greek. I'm excited. It's a Friday night. the The worst thing was I was going with Mike Burns, who's also been on this podcast, uh, and we were like, we're going to see Alan Jackson. We're gonna drink like idiots so we got a 30 pack of bush light and we drank <laughs> the 30 <laughs> then we drank the 30 pack of bush light and we're trashed we're so excited to go to see alan jackson it's 7 30 at night it's not late at all and then i grab my phone to call the cab and i see the email canceled mm. so now we're just wasted at 7 30 <laughs> with no alan jackson concert to go to what'd you do we went. Uh, we went over. Matt Bronger was doing like a album th- release thing, so we showed up to that just so drunk. Like yeah. everyone was like, "What has happened to you?" And we're like, "Alan Jackson." Were you still dressed in whatever denim-y outfits you were going to be wearing? Yeah, yeah, I, I kept it on. Awesome. So awesome. he didn't cancel it till like the very last minute. Last minute, like seven thirty is when his opening act was supposed to go on. His so there were probably people there in the oh, parking lot drinking people. and yeah. yeah. Uh, so Funny you, you should just come down there and had a really good time. I should have. We should have done that. Yeah. I, coincidentally, I was just going up there. To, I had never been to Griffith Park, and I was just going for a hike that night. So I drove up, and I was like, "Why are all these?" tour buses Alan Jackson like the tour buses were still there at the Greek man but, so sad um, Steve favorite country artist or song uh, favorite uh, Hank Williams Sr. Uh, Ramblin' Man oh or Faith Hill It Matters to Me same <laughs> Steve what a crazy pick I don't, I don't I, get you it know, I, you know I have weird tastes you know, it pulls the heartstrings. Gotta have faith. When we don't 
I just, if, if only there was some way we could see a tally of the number of actual science fans that listen to this podcast oh, yeah, dropping with every yeah. shitty country <laughs> song. All right, I'll chill out on the summer country. Do you know, we actually do have some real scientific, li- we just got an email today, I didn't tell you guys this, just an hour ago, from uh, a physics lecturer at Columbia. Oh, really? Who listens to the podcast? I can't, nice. If you're a real scientist, you listen to this, more Wait, power my, to from you. From my um, understanding of America, Columbia is a proper, like... It's a proper school. Yeah. Well, I've <laughs> never heard of Columbia... Columbia. <laughs> Columbia is a proper school. It's Columbia, Matt. Wow, you've got good at that accent in my absence. Oh, yeah. And it actually is the best you've <laughs> All right, heard you do. Steve, what is your science background? Did you take any college I went to high courses? school. I didn't take any science in college. Okay. In high school, did you take astronomy, chemistry? I took an astronomy class nice. in college. <laughs> there we go. In college. Yeah. How was it? It was all right. I was high most of the time, oh, and I remember naturally. we... We went to a telescope and looked at Saturn because the teacher was like, you'll be able to see the rings through this telescope. Yeah. And I was really excited. And then we looked through it and it looked like a cartoon. Like it was just all one solid color, the rings and everything, because it was still like a gazillion miles away. I think and that, yeah, scientifically. Exactly. I was really fucking bummed out. Yeah. Really? I saw it. I saw it in high school. I thought it was cool. Like I was like, oh, yeah. my God, you can see the rings. I was like, oh, I want to see more detail. I was kind of <laughs> bummed. So did they, did they realize you were high all the way through your course when like your end of term paper was kind of imagine if like we're all just stars and <laughs> yeah, like, what if we're just like a universe within like a bigger universe? Yeah. <laughs> I think they get that a lot. <laughs> a lot of oh, high yeah. astronomers. I was actually at the, like, I went up to Griffith Park and went to the observatory on Friday for the first time. Have you guys been up there? Yep. It's pretty cool. It's open. It's pretty a rattlesnake up there. Careful. Oh, you got to be real careful. In what, the observatory. He <laughs> was looking through the telescope. Yeah. And he goes, one second. I go, oh, that's clever. <laughs> nice. But I, I do love on the way to the Leonard Nimoy Auditorium inside the planetarium, they have this whole walkway that tries to give you. The Leonard Nimoy Auditorium? The Are Leonard Nimoy Theater. At, that's the name of the actual planetarium. Oh, I yeah. Think. It's the Hollywood Observatory. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But there's a, there's a walkway where they have the sort of the entire hallway represents all of time up until now. I guess the universe is about like what, 13, 11, 12 billion years old. And uh, so it has all these time points of where it was six things. happened. Six billion. I think that, well, according to the Leonard Nimoy walk of fame. Maybe Earth is six billion years old. Maybe Earth, I think it was like four, yeah, five, six. Yeah, that's what I was saying enough. Okay. Um, but in between all of the time, all the points on the timeline, just to connect it all with some kind of starry theme. Just really shitty, like thrift store, star-based jewelry. Just like this, uh, like a kid's project. This wavy, like Milky Way of just like fake gold star brooches, and uh, it's just the tackiest. When thing. I was little, I put those stars up in your room. Did you ever do that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Did you try to build your own constellations? Yep. I totally did a little big dipper up there. Yeah. Orion's belt. <laughs> Hell yeah. Those were pretty awesome. Yeah. They Is never came off. The dark ones. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. The glow in the dark ones. Yeah. Oh. You ever try to get them off? Uh, Pretty much impossible. No, just leave them. Just They're when you move, you just leave them. <laughs> for the next lucky occupant of your yeah, apartment. Somebody will be like, it looks like a 10-year-old tried to build an <laughs> observatory in here. Everything's so terrible. <laughs> what I is that, the Big Dipper? I yeah. They sell none of those anymore. It's just fatheads now. That's all the kids have in their walls. It's the little homies. Oh, yeah. Little homies. What's a fathead? It's just a giant plastic um, stick-on image of... Uh, I guess they're all athletes. They're mostly athletes. I don't like a. There's one backstage at UCB on the wall. There's a basketball player. I don't know who it is. I don't remember. Yeah, I saw that too. Oh, okay. As Matt's talking, he's eating the most British piece of pizza I've ever seen. It really is. It's just olives and mushrooms. That's it. And pineapple. So So many. Yeah, just to me. Olives don't even grow in Britain. 
Oh, and then you, what is that? Pineapple and anchovies is the other slice? Yes, a traditional combination. You fucking weirdo. Did you put cilantro on that pineapple? What is that? No, no, that's that's uh, that's just some of the mixed herbs. That, that sounds oh, gross. Okay. All right, favorite pizza just, topping. Well, you've just got mine. <laughs> you've just got them right on one. Steve, favorite pepperoni pizza mushroom combo. Oh, a, I like it. I like the first half. Green pepper mushroom. Oh god, you guys are mushrooms. Oof. Yep. I, I like pepperoni pineapple. It's a little, it's a little good. Oh, a little oh, variation in the Hawaiian. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I used to work at Papa John's, and nobody liked pineapple pizza, and I would always, you could, you could make a pizza, and then everyone would have to split it, and the fucking drivers would just dominate whatever you made, but then I found out they didn't like pineapple, so I would only make pineapple pizzas. Yeah. And then they'd be like, you fucking, I don't want the pineapple, and I'd be like, well, I guess I'll just have to eat it all. <laughs> and then I would prank call from the bathroom, and they would be like, we have caller ID, and I'd be like, no, you don't. <laughs> Did you ever meet John? No, he came in after I quit, though. He uh, shows up to places, and I was really bummed. My name tag said Papa Brooks. <laughs> That's awesome. Papa uh, Brooks. Yep. All right. Let's is that get because it. everyone's name tag does that, or you told them your uh, actual no, name I is made, Papa Brooks? No, I made my own, and then other people got on board, and so I made, like, Papa Ben for my friend, and then, nice. like, Papa Todd, uh, and then Mama, like, Mama Jamie was a girl who worked there. That's not important. This is terrible. You shouldn't, I shouldn't tell this story into a microphone. Uh, let's go to the first science story. Okay. This one is now that one's that one's intense. We'll go to this one first. Uh, Starbucks is making greener cup sleeves. Uh, About time. Yeah, you for it, Steve? Against yeah, why it. not? I don't. Ca- I never use cup sleeves, so sure. I, you've calloused hands. You don't need. You can deal with the heat. That's how much I care about the environment. I'm willing to callous my hands. <laughs> I care about it so much. I cup the coffee in my hand. Yeah, yeah you just cup, let them pour it. Certain, like, it yeah. Yep. I go. I don't need a cup. And uh, also, I've been to the hospital a ton about <laughs> over that. Sure. How many graphs on that hand? Would you say at this point? Oh, it's not a hand anymore. <laughs> uh, all right. So Starbucks has announced the availability of the Earth Sleeve trademark. They've trademarked Earth Sleeve. <laughs> A new hot cup <laughs> sleeve that integrates proprietary technology that enables a reduction in overall material usage usage while at the same time increasing the post-consumer content. These adjustments correlate to savings of nearly 100,000 trees. Doesn't that just per... turn out that, that like it's like the old one, but bumpy? Yeah, that's exactly yeah. No, and also, I don't like how they say they're saving nearly 100,000 trees over what time? We don't have any time frame. It's just yeah. like, oh, 100,000 if this happens forever. Yeah, all that hammers <laughs> home really is how horrendously wasteful and extraordinarily widespread Starbucks is. Just, yeah. But now oh, I'm picturing yeah. it's like like a like a, a huge redwood trunk on a lathe that gets like whittled down to a toothpick and put it. It's like one tree <laughs> one per tree. sleeve. No, that's a sign. No, not a Seinfeld. That's a Simpsons. Uh, right. Cartoon I do. I'd see this where they just yeah. one tree makes one toothpick. Okay. It says um, the new product uses 34 percent less raw fiber material and 25 percent more post-consumer content, uh, and it says. Each year, there's nearly 3 billion hot cup sleeves produced in the United States, and Starbucks represents Jesus. half of those. Whoa. So they make one and a half billion of these fucking cup sleeves. Wow. Uh, and by them uh, reducing all of the what they currently do, which is already just like post-consumer cardboard. Yeah, I'm feeling worse and worse about using them to build my cardboard robot. Oh, well, that robot will save humanity. So mm-hmm. it's for the, it's What was his name good. again? Oh, you know, cuppy. Cuppy. All right, you build a robot. You know, it's like with hindsight, I should have picked a better name, but I just <laughs> no, no. I think that was the right one. That's that was perfect. The right name. Yeah. No, Steve, perfect you build a robot. What is its name? Uh, Ambo. 
Oh, Ambo. I like because he's like he, yeah. he walks and it's yeah. sort of like Ambo. Man, it's better Andy? than Zappy Two. Mm, I don't zappy like Two or Zappy, zappy two. two. What zappy happened two? to Zappy One? You don't want to know. That. <laughs> oh my god, that's a that's uh, a difficult topic. What that's Andy a... doesn't know, there's actually a lot of Zappy Ones, and his parents get replacing them with identical ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. They keep going. Zappy One was like the android and alien, and they fucking yeah. turned on him. And so the newer Zappy Two is more friendly. Zappy Two unable can, to can do that knife game with his hand. Yep. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah I just built fun. him to do that. I don't, it wasn't that useful of a thing. Um, and then okay, it also says that uh, because of because they're just really fucking digging for facts on how Starbucks is not a giant corporation, instead a green like conglomerate or something. They're saying that now. Uh, the truckload. This will reduce like the size of these things. So the truckload yield improvement uh, will be that you can put fifteen percent more cup sleeves in a truck now. Oh, so then we're, we're doing less gas to transport okay. the cup sleeves. This, this raises so many questions, such as uh, how did you consider this a science news story, Brooks? <laughs> it's green. It's green. They're talking about saving the environment. You just you're just reading a press release from Starbucks. No, I know pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, you're totally right. <laughs> Oh, fuck. I feel bad now. No, no. Now I feel bad for giving Starbucks so much good press. <laughs> fuck well, you, Starbucks. You know what? It's Wait, good that like... you brought this up because uh, BP is doing some great work in the Gulf, you guys. Oh, uh, tell us more. You know what? The Gulf tourism has been it's high, better than ever. Biloxi, Mississippi. Uh, Baton Rouge. Uh, among the many places you can visit where BP has done a great job of making things nice again. Steve, where are, have you been to the Gulf of... Of Mexico? Uh, of old Mexico? Um, yeah, I once drove to Florida and I made it a point to stop in uh, New Orleans for oh. a few days. Pre? That post, was, Post-Katrina? Pre-Katrina? Pre-Katrina. Oh. This was during... This when, was... During my Katrina. trip, I had to go to Florida because I had a scheduled flight, but 9-11 happened. Oh. And uh, so there were no more flights. Like, they canceled all flights for a few days, so I had to drive. Oh, man. So it was a happy drive. Yeah. It was really joyful. <laughs> the and, best time to be driving. Yeah. yeah. Jeez. So you were in New Orleans. You you put your foot in the oh, Gulf man, of Mexico. I loved it. Really? Yeah. I want to go there. It seems like a fun... Amazing it's fun. town. Yeah. It's, hard, it. it's hard to be there for multiple days. I th- when you're with, I was there when I was like 23 with my college friends who were still capable of having like the four-day bender without a break. And I, I could never, I can do like one or two. But then at the end of it, I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. You just I get can't. sad. Yeah. Yeah. You just get sad. Yeah. Uh, that's like the right. You gotta get up and drink again. Yeah. Oh, Come literally, on, that's what it was. Yeah, it was Ugh. as soon as you wake up. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, anyway, in. Starbucks. What's your? F- Do you have like a? Co- Did you ever drink at a coffee place that wasn't a Starbucks, Steve? Did you have a go-to coffee place? Have, have you ever? You know what? You know what? That's thing? a shitty question. <laughs> at no. what age did you start drinking coffee? Uh, in college. Okay. And no. The, it, not always at Starbucks. I don't even remember the name of the place, though, yeah. because it was just a little tiny hole in the wall. Yeah. Andy, when did you start drinking coffee? Only in the last month on this new job. Oh, wow. Really? I really didn't drink before. Yeah, I mean, once in a while on like, weekends if I'm out to breakfast, but like not as part of my day, but now I kind of need See, it. See, I can't drink I coffee like now. I used to, all the way through like university and, in fact, like my high, like, last couple of years of high school, I was drinking... Yeah. Like I was chugging it, and then I was, oh. I was just exhausted. All I, was, I go hyperactive, and then I'm exhausted. Yeah, it's... I wish I didn't have to use. It I at never all, drink yeah. it until yeah, until you have that for until you have that more job in the morning, and then I only like drinking it because then it's like ten minutes you get to hang out in the break room. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, like, hey, yeah. how's your? What'd you do last night? Oh, you just watched TV and went to sleep. Okay, <laughs> I, I save it now. Like I know it. Like it affects me. Like 
caffeine hits me really hard. So yeah. I, I now save it when I really like, yeah. like if I've done three gigs in a day, four gigs, and I've like got right like one more to do. It. Right yeah. before you just like have boost. sex with a girl, you're like, wait a second, I got to just got to brew some coffee. Fuel up. And then it's just twenty yeah, minutes I, of you. I literally like invite a girl back for coffee. That's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just make her watch me drink it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, all right. Do you want to? Sure. Let's do this. Uh, I don't know if you guys were fans of Mr. Wizard growing up. Did anybody watch Mr. Wizard? Yep. Or uh, I'm you know, old enough. I was more of a Bill Nye guy. Bill Nye's great too. Did you ever have any kind of like? I think I don't know if it's a Mr. Wizard book that I had, but some kind of home, you know, easy kitchen kind of experiments you can do as a kid. Stuff you can play around with. Have you ever tried making uh, mixing cornstarch and water? Oh yeah, it's like it. It like you. It if you grip it real hard, it turns into a solid. But if you let go, it turns back into a liquid. Right. Yeah. 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 So it compresses. Right? Ever done yeah. that? Yeah. Or like silly putty. If you pull it really fast, it snaps instead of stretches because it's a non-Newtonian fluid, as it's called. And uh, there's an article on sciencenews.org um, about the secrets of cornstarch fluid unveiled. Um, which yeah. Unveiled. It's about like, time. Yeah. <laughs> How Take could it work? The dark the side, side, side of... Way. Take that, Newton. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the dark side of cornstarch. Cornstarch. Yeah. Yeah, picture Robert Stack coming out of like a fog-filled uh, alley yeah. with a trench coat on. She <laughs> thought she was safe with a cup of cornstarch. <laughs> Little did she know it had different ideas. <laughs> uh. One time my, mo- my mom made like homemade Play-Doh and she's like, it's non-toxic. Like as a way, and then I thought that meant like, go ahead and you eat, can it. eat it. Yeah. So I just ate all the Play-Doh. She's like, oh, oh no. Oh. no you shouldn't have ate it all. I'm just saying. Yeah, but, by the way, Play-Doh's always been non-toxic, whether yeah, you buy it from the don't yeah. store or get it from home. Like, it's like Play-Doh, now with less arsenic. Yeah. <laughs> New toxic Play-Doh. Favorite, so like, favorite Play-Doh flavor? <laughs> Steve. Blue. Flavor. Okay. I like blue too. Matt. I was always fond of red. Oh, well, of course. You're from England. Andy. Lemon. That's, okay. <laughs> that is a good one. That's my Anyhow, so the cornstarch secrets. You guys want to know about how? Yeah. Um, don't leave us hanging. Apparently, what if, we, what if we just said no and moved <laughs> nope, on to that's Matt? It, that's no, it. Matt. <laughs> Matt, go to do your topic. Yep. <laughs> well, if you dump enough cornstarch in a swimming pool, I don't know if you'd know that, you could walk across the water's surface. Um, did you? Yeah, I've seen it done. Like people, You can run across cornstarch, but if you stop if you stop at any point, You'll, you start to sink in. Yep. Really? Yeah, I'll pull up. It's Let's cool. fill your fucking pool yeah, with cornstarch, dude. To, yeah. like, oh, my God. <laughs> the, hard, the harder and quicker the impact the more it compresses, the firmer it becomes. Yeah. So you've got to kind of like really stomp across it. But if you take a slow step, then you just kind of fall in. Oh, yeah, Bruce video. is now showing we Steve a video, a video of that happening. Running across yeah. cornstarch. So it's not going to be great for the listening audience, but for us it's awesome. We'll put this on our Tumblr, I promise. This is just a, These are just uh, some Asian people. and they're. Oh, no, but Asian people can walk across swim pools anyway. Yeah, that's just... So like, that doesn't count. So that is pretty cool. Holy shit, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, and now if they like stop, then they. Oh. All right. Well, this is terrible. So anyhow, uh, no, radio. Do you want to know how these if forces anyone just, work? If anyone just yeah, just go to YouTube, look up running across cornstarch, and you'll see. No, type in non-Newtonian fluid. <laughs> it works for a lot of different non-Newtonian fluids. Anyhow, so uh, when when That's when amazing. this when this uh, fluid is struck forcefully. The compaction forms a hard patch that can push back with the same amount of, of bone-crushing cu- bone pressure concentrated at the tip of a high heel, researchers report in the July 12th issue of Nature. Um, if you were to punch that suspension, you might break your wrist. What? Yeah. 
And uh, let's see, what is the actual reason behind it? To understand the forces at work, the researchers struck the mix soundly with a metal rod and monitored the repercussions. Previous experiments had rubbed the material between two plates instead, which is, I guess, a common technique for testing the properties of liquids, but one that shears the fluid sideways instead of producing a direct impact. And then, um, I guess, x-rays of the opaque muck revealed how the stuff moved between or beneath the surface. And uh, simulations based on the data suggested that the initial impact squeezed water out of the spaces between the particles, and then friction between the particles took over. And they stuck together in an expanding front that behaved like a solid, pushing back against the rod. Um, Daniel Bonn, a physicist at University of Amsterdam, said, I was not extremely surprised by the results. <laughs> this might be as non-story as the Starbucks yeah. thing, by the way. But, um, no, but that kind of like, you know, it's been, it's been known as a thing that happens for a while, but no one knows exactly. So, I, sort of, so it pushes the water out and leaves the kind of solid... Evidently, that's, leaves a solid piece. I wish that they like published it in like the big, like opening of Nature magazine. They're like, figure out how non-Newtonian fluid works, and then when you get to the article, it just says sorcery. Sorcery. It's just <laughs> magic it's just, with a K. Just sorcerers. Sorcerers. But um, I guess the same guy had uh, he suspected a similar mechanism after shooting bullets into cornstarch suspensions, which is an awesome experiment. I wish. Look that up right now. Is that is it shooting bullets into cornstarch on YouTube? I don't know if it's worth it. <laughs> um, but anyway, the experiment <laughs> was interesting because they're able to look inside the cornstarch as it thickens, and they hope that understanding how that behaves will help other researchers who are trying to make quote-unquote liquid body armor by soaking Kevlar in similar suspensions. Jeez. So. Oh, yeah, this is quite... Yeah, because if you make body armor out of that stuff, you get you can end up with body armor that's really kind of free to move in rather than you know the normal stuff. When you're moving slowly. Yes, yeah, yeah. so you yeah. could... Or even like a reasonable speed, because shearing forces don't matter; it's only impact forces. So you can have stuff oh. that you can move in fairly comfortably, but if it gets hit by bullet, the the harder it gets hit, the more it solidifies, the stronger it becomes. Well, that's that's awesome. amazing. This really kind of Mr. Miyagi of bulletproof vests. Look really? Yeah. Look at the scientists. Uh, so I looked up shooting a non-Newtonian fluid. It's a 14-year-old with like an assault rifle talking into a webcam. Look at this fucking gun this How kid has. How does he have that gun? Wait, no, wait for it. Look yeah, at- but that guy's actually a professor at MIT. Show, show your gun again, kid. Well, he's, Why is there a matrix? He's intro? also there. Oh, oh God. Jesus. Well, actually, that, that's, just, just like a, that's just a powerful like, pellet gauge. gun. Yeah. Yeah, why would anybody want to put any restrictions on people's access to guns in this great country of ours, right? Well, let's mm. not get into that today. <laughs> By the way, have you seen that YouTube video of Mr. Wizard being a dick? No. <laughs> You should look that up to. and put that on your Tumblr. Someone made a <laughs> montage of clips from his whole show of him just you know, being a passive-aggressive dick to little kids. You know, like, <laughs> he'll be like, you know why this does that? And the kid will say something he'll be like, no, you're wrong. Like, just <laughs> being an asshole. And it's a whole, like, three-minute montage. It's not even outtakes. It's stuff that made it into the show where he's an asshole. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's really fucking funny. Oh, man, we'll Good put that on there for sure. Donnie Herbert. By, yeah. by the way, you, you never finished off saying what the professor was writing it. The Do you want to hear what the professor's email? Because no. this guy... Uh, no. <laughs> Steve's <Just> out. <laughs> I don't listen to nerds, Andy. <laughs> uh, Let's see. Um, so, Professor Travis Bain at uh, Columbia University. You could just ruin his reputation. Maybe we're not th- supposed to. I assume he, to this. he listens so he knows we read stuff out loud if you send okay, it to that's us. that's true. Um, so, anyhow, he wrote to uh, tell us about the, uh, sort of clarify the Higgs boson. You've heard that story about how that was discovered. Yeah. Um, and... I don't know. Do you guys want? I know Brooks doesn't have much patience for things that are long. So no, do I, you mean, I don't want to, you to read like a four paragraph email. Just what's the gist of it? What if it's one really long paragraph? Um, no. Then basically no. he's um, clarifying that the catchphrase you always hear about the Higgs is that it's respo- it's what's responsible for giving mass, uh, which he said is more or less true, but it's more subtle than that. Um, and the basic 
the or the best mathematical theory we have of subatomic slash particle physics is known as the standard model. And the biggest problem with that model is when it was being conceived, um, they thought that all, or according to this model, all particles described by it had to have no mass for the theory to work, which is a big problem because we know that things have mass. Like we know large scale, we know we have mass. Um, so it's just the problem of figuring out how things get mass in the first place. So if you take the standard model in that form where everything is massless and you just try to force the particles to have mass, you ruin the symmetries of the theory, evidently, which uh, I don't quite understand. But he said, for instance, a theory could be symmetrical under spatial translations, which is to say the laws of physics would be the same whether you do a calculation in New York or California. Um, and if you try to force the theory to have masses, then you'd ruin these sorts of symmetries, which is not what you want. So what the Higgs-Weinberg thing uh, realized was that if you included in this theory a new specific type of field, which we'll call the Higgs field, because this is the dude's name, um, and that that field has the same properties everywhere in space, then you can do some mathematical tricks. And then, Okay, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> yep, yeah. yep, we're just at the... <laughs> The, the timer had just about. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Travis. Sorry. Yeah, so that's what I'm gonna start doing whenever I get bored. Uh, country music's coming. Oh uh, fuck, that's funny. Uh, I'm gonna start drowning out your country music with long scientific explanations. <laughs> oh. You try it out, man. So the symmetries. <laughs> All right, I'm and sorry. that's the smoking gun for the idea that the Higgs field is the correct way to interpret mass. So okay. we say a particle has such and such mass because it interacts with the Higgs field in a stronger or weaker way. All right. So well, thank you. Thanks that's, for why, that's why mass is a thing. Thank you, thank you, Dr. Travis, and we apologize for Brooks's rudeness. Fuck you. We try. <laughs> we try, <laughs> Travis. Uh, Matt, why don't you do this? That one story that sounds insane that I really liked earlier. Okay. Okay. This is. Um, so I was unaware of a various different aspects of this story. Wait. 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 Did Hold you know- on. I'm sorry. We got to ask Steve if he knows what the. Higgs boson particle is or whatever the oh, god he just particle. You he just heard me say. Yeah, so now the, he understands the accelerator it. that they built in in Europe um, to recreate the Big Bang. Well, that's not what the particle is, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, sure. that's perfect. Yes, it's, it's close enough. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Close that's enough. how they discovered it, though. Oh, you know, I they discovered it at the, yeah at the, at the particle accelerator at uh, the All Large right. Hadron Collider. I'm sorry, Matt. That's no, okay. So, did you know that um, the King Juan Carlos of Spain? Um, was an honorary president of um, the World Wildlife, World Wildlife Fund, the WWF. I know that now. That's that's the uh, conservation charity and wrestling organization. Mm-hmm. Um, he he was. I say it in the past tense. Um, he has been removed as an honorary president Aww. for going on an elephant hunting trip in Botswana. <laughs> like he, went, <laughs> he went on a. It didn't even occur to him that that might uh, ruin his standing his, with the WWF. Yeah, it is. Like, it's not even the first time he's done it. Like, like there was there was a controversy over it, uh, and it prompted Spanish newspapers to publish a photo of him on a previous safari. Where he's seen standing with a gun next to a dead elephant. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and, uh, and like it's te- like it's technically not illegal. Like what he did isn't, isn't right. illegal. But if you're president of a conservation charity, yeah, it's not. I wonder if when he was confronted, if he was just like, "Dude, I totally spaced." <laughs> like he's just like, yeah. "Oh, that's right." That's oh right. man, I did it again. I thought it was like a total recall thing, and I was just imagining it. Yeah, that, this is like if like. Uh, 
I don't know. The pre- you know what? I'm not even going to do an analogy. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if uh, Mitt Romney was caught at like a uh, at a, a Occupy New York, Occupy Wall Street, like rally, and he's like, I forgot what I was doing. Ah, yeah. Damn it! That's yeah. just oh man, I made the picture fun. of the others. I thought like World Wildlife Fund is like a fun to raise <laughs> to see and kill World Wildlife. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I'm surprised he didn't get in more trouble for the, uh, the the panda skin sweater vest he was seen sporting around <laughs> yeah. uh, Madrid last year. Though that was not yeah. well thought out. Um, so who's going to replace him? Do they have a new uh, guy in mind? Uh, yeah, it's going to be Vick. Donald Trump's kids. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, Donald Trump's kids are the worst. Like, did, did you hear about those two fucking assholes? No. They went on, like, they posted all these pictures everywhere mm-hmm. of them just, like, with, like, an elephant's tail that they no. had cut off. Oh, mm-hmm. Jesus. Like, with, like, lions that they had killed, like, a, a giant uh, antelope, like, and they're just, like, flexing next to it. And it's like, you fucking guys already idiots. have, people already hate you. Don't give them more reasons to hate you. Like, what are you doing? Ugh, what a, but that's just, you know, when someone's grown up and just never been told no. That's exactly what it is, yeah. Um, yeah. Do you, and do you know about the, the CEO of GoDaddy.com? <laughs> no. Surprisingly, not that good of a guy. Who would guess? <laughs> no who way. could guess that? He, put, he made this YouTube video. I don't even know if you can still find it, where he goes on an elephant safari. And he, like, dude, it's crazy. He um, put ACDC's back in black over it. <laughs> and Jesus. it's like... Filled with all these crazy like um, uh, like titles, like each year elephants kill four people in Africa. Like he's trying to do <laughs> yeah. like, justifying, and it's it. like the menace. Two, he's like these two animals, these two elephants have been running around this tribe, this like African tribe's um, crops, thus making them starve. And then he's like, so now I, it's time so for I payback, step in. dude. Then it shows him firing at night at the elephants, and then like he fires like that one missed, and then he fires and he goes that one didn't and the elephant goes down jesus christ then he leaves the elephant and all like the tribes people kind of like swarm over it like for real it's weird like cutting the meat off while wearing godaddy.com t-shirts no No way (laughs) insane and he's like another tribe like left in peace and it dude it's fucking the craziest daddy. thing ever you see oh. the world's only 14 year old ceo at his picture he oh, must man. be he sleeps Shit. in a race car bed <laughs> <laughs> next boogeyman yeah. no he, like he's just like bring danica patrick in show me those titties yes <laughs> i own slaves yeah, exactly. dude, it's like he's like the dove charney of godaddy <laughs> he's just in tidy whiteies behind his desk <laughs> To rescue this village, I'm gonna go to an enclosure where some Africans have previously found an elephant and then released it slowly in front of my car. His name is Bob Parsons. Uh, And I don't know if this is still available. Oh, it looks like it is. I know he took it down off YouTube. Oh, yep. It starts off for the second year in a row. I spent 10 days hunting problem elephants in Zimbabwe. (laughs) Problem elephants. Dude. This guy's got a meth habit. (laughs) Yeah. God. It's fucking. Who's got crazy. a vendetta against elephants? Who's got anger towards elephants? Um, okay, here's the people swarming while wearing GoDaddy hats. Jesus oh, Christ! Oh no, they took the back ACDC's back in black out of this one. That's what made it. 
Well, I guess you can still do it yourself if you kind of sync it up. Yeah, you totally hey, can. Hey, I want to just like, uh, put on iTunes like, your own. <laughs> please take our song off your <laughs> fucking horrible uh, video. Dude, did you know if you like, play, if you start like back in black at the same time as the Goat Daddy Safari video, it totally matches up? <laughs> you got to be stoned though, bro. Otherwise, it just doesn't like, when the second gun goes off, that's when you hit play. <laughs> the devil sent a cease and desist. You got to get rid of it back in black, dude. <laughs> Oh my god Oof, You're making me look bad Bob Parsons You're officially on watch You're on notice From Probably Science And Bob Parsons Probably doesn't Like the worst part is He's just in a fucking Billion dollar mansion um, Like I don't I've give a, a fuck Yeah I gotta check Like my Like MattCurtain.com Is hosted by GoDaddy And it's Just the worst Like they Really Well they got this Because my email through. I had to switch my email So it's not going through them Because They just have this policy Because they're so fucking lazy And cut corners that if one person, like one whole domain is spamming someone on their network, they just block off like a whole chunk of the internet. Like, right, those people can't send you emails anymore. It's like there's this production Jeez. company that I work with back in England and they, they can't they can't send me emails from their account unless they send it to like my Gmail account because it's just blocked because oh, someone from the same like county you you like spam. you just, get a, you get your website and like you update it and everything and then you, it looks good and then you check the next day and it's just uh, a naked girl and they're like we figured this was better yeah <laughs> so this is what this is what people want as some African people swarming isn't yeah, it? yeah. Oh, go daddy stop it but yeah they're, they're fucking what terrible I gotta switch wait did we register probablyscience.com through them no I'm pretty sure we didn't oh good okay. <laughs> uh, that would be a little bit uh, yeah, no I seem to remember when we were doing that we kind of we went elsewhere somewhere else. Someone wants if someone wants to sponsor us who's not GoDaddy, let us know. We would gladly uh if somebody who's making some biodegradable cup things wants yeah. to throw us some cash, yeah. we'll talk about you. All right. You're uh, joining us from the lair of cups. <laughs> 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 what do you got for us, Brooks? All right. Uh this is actually a side story about hearts. So I got oh. this one, guys. The, so, the story with heart. Well, they use rat hearts to make a jellyfish. Oh, so cool. it's a little less romantic. Um, when is February the 14th? Is it coming around? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lab-made jellyfish hints at fix for damaged hearts. That's what it says. Um, and its researchers have designed a bioengineered jellyfish that can swim, an early step toward potentially uh, finding a way to make fresh tissue for patients with damaged hearts. Uh, so they made this this completely uh, bioengineered jellyfish through a mix of like a silicone scaffolding and rat heart cells that kind of grow. And the reason that... It's like a cyborg jellyfish. Exactly, yeah. And the reason they they use a jellyfish is because um, one of the... Also, it's called medusoid, which is fun. Um, They didn't think of putting a number at the end of it? Yeah, exactly. you soy 3,000. Yeah, he should. Uh, okay, so the dude who did is, is uh, Dr. Parker, uh, Kevin Parker. Uh, <laughs> it's probably the most made-up name. Yeah. Like when that comes. Sounds like Elvis's sidekick, see, Dr. Parker. Yeah, I'm trying to see where he is a, where he, he like is a, a, a scientist at. I don't know. Anyway, he spent years searching for a good model for the human heart, and this is how he found it. While watching a jellyfish at Boston's New England Aquarium, he was struck by how the creature used a muscle to pump its way through the water, a mechanism similar to a beating heart. So that's why they're like, okay, they used the muscle to contract much like our heart. So if we could mimic their uh, their body shape and like how it interacts, how it acts, uh, we might be able to use that to like build a new heart that could contract and pump blood. Nice. Fair enough. So they used all these rat cells and the scaffolding and then they made a jellyfish 
and they're pretty stoked about it. And then they want to eventually uh, be able to like um, build a pacemaker. <laughs> That's just terrible. <laughs> Uh, they eventually <laughs> want to kill elephants. Yeah. So, Bob, okay, this is what's crazy, though. So, Dr. Parker was doing this. Bob Parsons shows up, shoots him, and then <laughs> feeds his body. No, uh, so. This jellyfish was, was tormenting a tribe oh, okay. of and, underwater. Yeah, Dr. Parker works at uh, at Harvard. So, they, they linked up Ooh, with some people at. Look at me. Caltech. <laughs> and uh, then they built this jellyfish, and they said they're a long ways away from, like, Fixing any from it actually helping, Great. but that's what Fuck. all these articles end with. It's like we're not sure what the point of this is. Maybe yeah, but that's actually it. some. Yeah, but that's kind of what science should be because whenever yeah, whenever they do the opposite, that's that's horrendous. When they're like, "What's going to be the use of it? No money for you." Well, I we don't to, know. Like, I used to work in uh, heart valves, and we would use uh, bioprosthetic. Like we, you, they use cow like a bovine pericardium, the sack around like a cow's heart, uh-huh. uh, and then they stamp it out and make these like uh, leaflets because your your heart like your aorta has three leaflets that like come together or whatever. Like um, valves, kind of. Or what yeah, they're they? valves, but they have like three leaflets that kind of flutter. You know, they open oh, okay. and then close like pressure. They like get pressurized and then like them folding in on each other keeps them from going backwards. Oh, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, so they use like bovine pericardium. They sew it in by hand, and then they put that in your body. Uh, but it's around like a mechanical fixture, uh-huh. like so. It's not a hundred percent. It's like half and half, kind of like. So it's tissue. not organic. Yeah, no, it's uh, bioprosthetic is what they call it. Sweet. So you're saying some people have these uh, mechanical hearts with some bovine flaps? Not some and- people, dude. Like a ton of people. Like uh, I think maybe like 200,000 implants a year with these. Really? It's a, Yeah, I mean uh, heart valve like um, problems are, are really big in uh, older patients. Wait, so you're not talking about, they, they don't remove the whole, this isn't like a complete... This isn't a heart transplant. This is, they just remove your, your non-functioning heart valve, your aorta, and then put in a new one, or your mitral valve. Okay. So... And you worked on those? Yeah, that's what I did. That was my old job. That's awesome. was doing that stuff. That's what I went to college for, was cardiovascular mechanics. How did you end up shooting lasers into eyeballs? Well, then I left that job and got a new job. It's a okay. gateway. <laughs> Aortas are a gateway to eyeballs, dude. Get with it. Get with the program. Read Steve, science. Steve, what kind of jobs did you have before you were full-time with the yeah, comedy and that. things like that? First, I washed dishes at a hospital cafeteria. Ooh. Then I wor- Everybody is excited to be eaten there. Yeah. <laughs> then I worked... Cons- I say, were you worried about germs just on those dishes? Were you like, oh, nah, there's a on that? No, I didn't care. I was drunk and high. <laughs> is this like high school? What age is this? Yeah, this is high school. I was like 16. And then I worked on a construction crew for two years. And then um, I did construction for two months. Yeah, I li- actually like doing construction. I would have liked it if I liked the people I worked with. That's important. I hated the people I worked for sure. with. I didn't know anything about fucking construction, and I told them that, <laughs> and they were cool with it for like a week, and yeah. then they thought I should know everything. Uh, yeah, and I didn't. And then they dropped. I was I I got fired. Quit. Like I quit. And then, like I was like I don't want to come Asked back. And they resign. were like perfect. Good. Uh, yeah, because I was carrying a. Um, 
uh, sliding glass door, which is super oh, expensive, no. like two, oh, no. like two three thousand dollars down a hill, <laughs> like like just kind of like shuffling. Fuck this! This is three stooges. Yeah, shit. and I'm and like, I thought a skateboard would make it quick. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> and I'm like seventeen. I'm like a hundred and like thirty pounds, like just like really struggling. <laughs> and then the main boss comes over. He's like, "You're gonna fucking break that!" And he like pull like. I was like, I got it. And he's like, no, you don't. And like, kind of like tug a ward with it. Oh, and it ended with me saying, fine. He drops it and it breaks. Like uh, huge crack down it. And then I st- I'd start laughing uncontrollably. <laughs> 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 I'm like, you, you dropped that. And then he was like, why don't you take today off? And I go, I don't want to come back anymore. And he goes, that's, that's fine with me. Good. <laughs> and then uh, my mom had to go get my last paycheck because I was too scared. Oh, good. <laughs> Fuck, I would have been too. All right. I'm sorry. You're, so you did construction, but you had a better time than me. Then I came to L.A., worked at a Starbucks. Oh. Uh, full yeah. circle for a year. And then uh, started working in reality TV for about eight or nine. What ten, all reality ten TV shows? Ten years? Really? Wow. Uh, Road Rules, Real World, Osborne's, Temptation Island 1 and 2, Joe Millionaire 1 and 2, some that never, didn't John, shows that didn't, never made did it you, there. Did John Huck work on Temptation Island with you? He worked on one of those. I oh, know. I don't know. Okay. Which Real Worlds did you work on? I real world, world Hawaii. Oh, the one with the crazy, mm. what was her name? Who got wasted and drove everywhere? Ru- you could say Ruthie. that about any of those shows. <laughs> yeah, and uh, well, that Seattle. Who got drunk every- Oh, nice. And you worked at Seattle? Too. I love yeah. that one. Yeah. Was that the one with Puck? No, no, no. No, that was San Francisco. Uh, but Irene was on that. She's a stand-up now, right? Do you know her? Oh, I don't. Irene, she remember really- Irene Oh, McGee? I met her at Sketchfest. She was at one of Doug Benson's shows. Uh, well, that's I. I still watch the Real World. It's like the one. It's like my guilty. Just, what what cities are they doing these days? Right now, they're on the Virgin. They're on St. Thomas, like in the Virgin Islands. Oh, really? It's terrible. They put them on an island and they don't interact with any other people. So it's the worst thing. Uh, and then I just watch it and yell at my girlfriend. This is terrible. <laughs> and she goes, then turn it off. Stop watching. I go, shut up. <laughs> so what did you? Were you like a story producer on those, or what? what was no, you? I went from like I was was logging videotape footage uh to um dubbing videos that came in from the road and then you know worked my way up to assistant story editor and or story editor. is that what they so like when they have things writer. that are writing but you can't say it's written because yep. it's not a right written yep, show exactly yeah. so what kind of stuff would you have to create or can you even say like would you manufacture drama that wasn't there kind well, you of you can't create any story you want to tell right because everyone everyone can, has highs yeah. and lows in the day and everyone's good and Everyone behaves well and is a dick at different times of the day. You can kind of yeah, you right. can completely like whatever the I guess whatever the kind of ongoing story. Like I, when yeah. I did Last Comic Standing, I remember different things from different people would and wouldn't make the show. Right, like they decided I was the kind of like my character was the you know the the young new innocent one. Yeah. So anything I said that was anyway kind of dark or anything biting that never made the air. Yep, but I but they all kept they kept me upbeat and then you know. It's like, Different people had their other little characters going. Yeah, Doug, yeah. Doug was kind of the crazy, like Benson mm-hmm. was the, like crazy Doug Benson. Yeah, it, it's changed a lot too now because I think kids have have now grown up with reality TV. Know that if they want to get on a reality TV show, they have to act batshit crazy. So when they right. go in for their interviews yeah. or send in tapes, they act fucking mental. And of course, they you know the There's producers been a real pick creep of like like the character. Like, I remember the very first Big Brother that they did in England, which took off much more than it did in America. Like, yeah. that was... Survivor never really made it in England, but Big oh, Brother really? was the bigger, yeah. But the first series, it was... Yeah, everyone was kind of normal. They were they're a bit eccentric. They are a bit colorful. 
one one woman got her tits out and that was like a big <gasps> nudity. Sweet. And then by by like the fourth year they did it, like everyone was like everyone's well, fucking everyone. Dude, that's why, like, yeah. like uh, Jersey Shore was perfect because they're like each episode of the Real World they have one batshit maniac like to the extreme, just the craziest. Mm-hmm. They're like let's fill a house just with the those. whole thing. Yeah, let's what? just make them all the the craziest person we've ever. Seen. Yeah, if you go into a, an audition or a meeting with producers or casting for a reality show and you talk normally and intelligent you will not get hired Why would if you? you go in and say like ah, I, I think black people are different i don't really <laughs> yeah. like, they'll be like okay we're getting this yeah. person and putting them in the house oh, with a black person for oh, sure yeah. um okay my computer's gonna die but i want to get this i'm gonna start a new segment where we ask our guests <laughs> science questions not science like questions it. okay uh, but just like quick rapid fire, and I made these. And up. I will not ans- answer <laughs> no. them correctly. No, these aren't science. Qu- oh, they're made up. Qu- okay. No, these are just th- throw them at me. Personal. It doesn't All matter. Right. All right, here we are. Steve Ag, favorite scientist. Uh, Einstein. Least favorite scientist. Uh, Einstein's rival. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> okay, makes sense. Favorite favorite atom. Uh, favorite element. Oh. Um, Barium. Mm. Good answer. Favorite Australian animal? Um, wallaby. Favorite constellation? Orion. That's Be- a, such a boring answer. <laughs> Best experiment you were ever a part of in any part of your schooling? Oh, shit. First through high school. Doesn't matter. Experiment. I, uh, I think we did. I don't even remember what it was, but, you know, the typical high school level put something in a fucking bucket with something else and watch smoke and shit fly out into the air. I know that experiment. That was a good experiment. All right. Probably yeah. baking soda and Mentos or something. All right. <laughs> baking exactly. soda and Mentos. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> just sprinkle it on a Mento and wait. Uh, Try la- it. Largest explosion you've ever been a part of. Like you were at a party <laughs> where something crazy happened or you blew something up. It was definitely down in Mexico on a surfing trip with my friends in high school, and we went stopped in Ensenada and bought like shit that you can't buy in the United States, like not even M80s, like M100s, yeah. you know, shit that's like half a stick of dynamite. <laughs> they, they say I don't know if it right. really is, and you know we tied a bunch of them together and lit them off, and it was really fucking awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. That is cool. Yeah. Nice. Uh, all right. That that concludes the, uh, <laughs> the Brooks interview. The speed round of the science. speed round of science. Yeah, I just wrote those during the podcast. <laughs> no, <laughs> what? Yeah, I was no. like, oh, I, I forgot I wanted to do that. Really, you didn't put to... them to the normal focus group. <laughs> I, I didn't. There was no focus group involved. Nice. In Iowa, we, fireworks are illegal, but so we would buy a bunch of uh, sparklers and duct tape them together oh, to make like awesome. a sparkler bomb, and that is a fucking huge explosion. If you get it right. Also, oh, I completely forgot it. One of the biggest explosions, me and my friend when we were in fifth grade made <laughs> a Molotov cocktail <laughs> in his garage. He was like, he was a year older than me. He's like, you know, if you put gasoline in a bottle like this and then put a rag in it and light it, it will blow up. And I was, we we're like, fucking let's do it. We we're in his dad's garage and we filled an empty Coke bottle with, you know, gasoline, <laughs> put a rag in it, set it out in their driveway, lit it on fire. The you know the rag burned down and as soon as it got into the bottle the fire went out because you actually have to break them yeah, that's yeah. the whole thing uh, you have to break the bottle and that's and that reacts with the flame but and so we were like 
what a fucking jip. And I ran over and I kicked the bottle and it fucking broke oh and fucking God. exploded right in front <laughs> of me. <What>? Huge <laughs> explosion. Wow. And then, you know. So there was, was still a bit of flame. like. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, all, and, you know, all the liquid gasoline, their, oh their driveway was on a really <laughs> steep angle. It was just a river of flame <laughs> gushing down the driveway. Oh God. And we ran and hid in the bushes and, like, some stranger driving by, like, stopped their car and they get out and they're like, putting out the flames with a jacket oh my god that's That's incredible that's so funny how did that slip your mind (laughs) i love it i always because i was like you know 11 i just really love that picture of you it was like a you know for their uh, lawnmower or something i just like for their yeah 10 year old steve agee like angrily running and kicking a little bottle stupid ball doesn't work explosion yeah oh man Oh, that that's about the summer that I think. Yeah, my, I think summer after fifth or sixth grade was like my pyromania summer. Or like my friends and I would go. There was like a big drainage duct or drain, you know, like a pipe you could actually get inside as a kid, and we would like uh, get all these like modeling glue and things and put it on the walls and light that and see all the flames on the side of the wall. I'll just set anything we could on fire, and it was all awesome until my friend Ryan Brown that I would do all the stuff with until he blew off the end of his thumb later that summer. Wow. With like an M8. He's like, oh, oh, that's okay. That's the end of the Pyromania summer, I think. I had a, oh, he actually lost, like, did he fully lose it? He lost just like the end where the, uh, it, it's not that noticeable now, but like, um, he doesn't have a thumbnail on one of his hands. Um, Lucky. Yeah. I had a, yeah. <laughs> one my, nail. my like best friend in uh, middle school, <laughs> he would always, he he was an idiot. He would, he would like uh, just, keep all of the black like all the gunpowder out of uh, fireworks but not do anything with it and just like show you go I'm a pyromaniac man ah. <laughs> he would just show you all this gunpowder he had and be like dude I'm totally pyro man. I'm a pyro well, I'm a pyromaniac never did anything with chips that I've got yeah yeah Dude, that's exactly what it was. I was like, all right, cool, Look man. He's like, I'm cr- crazy. I'm crazy. He was really wanted to be the crazy guy. <laughs> the like, low risk, the risk averse pyromaniac. Did the, you like, ever try to give yourself, I, did you ever try to give yourself a nickname growing up? <laughs> I tried to get everybody to call me reptile. In third grade. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, guys, call me reptile. Oh, <laughs> reptile. <laughs> that's such a weird nickname. Not even a specific reptile, <laughs> just but just reptile. a general, no, cold blooded. Completely based on Mortal Kombat. Oh, it's a hundred percent Mortal Kombat. Wait, was there a character named Reptile? Yeah, there, there was. was. It was like he was like Sub Zero. He was like a green Sub Zero. His name is oh, R- yeah, Reptile. Okay, okay. And which one was Scorpion? Then? Was Scorpion. I thought that was Scorpion too. Yeah. No, it was Scorpion Sub Zero, and then Reptile was in like. Mortal oh Kombat yeah, too. came in three. They, yeah, that was the green, red, and yellow ones of the same kind the same of outfit. outfit. I, I might bring. A, I used to have a joke about how when I was in third grade, I tried to get everybody to call me Reptile. Uh, they didn't call me Reptile, but they did start calling me Faggot. <laughs> <laughs> Which it's totally. My, I told my brothers to call me that, and they were like, "You're gay, dude!" Like I was so, really. I was like, "No, I'm reptile." Reptile. Oh man, is that before or after your Jake the Snake fixation? I still am in the Jake the Snake fixation. <laughs> nice. What about your dolphin fixation? Do you have one of those? No. You don't like dolphins? I love dolphins. I love dolphins myself, and that brings us to our next story, uh, which is about dolphins' ability to see through oh, bubbles. What about Steve? You surf a lot, right? Do wait. I used to. Yeah. So, do you have any uh, dolphin interactions? Uh, on the water? No, never. I mean, every, you know, every you now and then they it? they swim by you, but yeah. you know, I, I've got, never even touched a dolphin. Oh, really? Which bums one, me out. One showed up right next to me. I was just boogie boarding in Malibu a few weeks ago, and like the blowhole was like psh, right next to me. Scared the fuck out of me. I was so scared. <laughs> 
And isn't it like a bad sign if they're nearby for as far as like sh- wait no sh- that's a good sign eat. that's a good dolphins. sign because yeah. sharks won't fuck with dolphins. Yeah. Oh right, right, okay. Well, anyhow, uh, so I guess scientists have long been um, in awe of the fact that uh, that dolphins can see through clouds of bubbles because I guess that w- that throws off their sonar in the same way that fog would make it hard to see things. And in the same way that uh, like turning on your, your headlights when you're driving through fog doesn't actually help. It illuminates it just, yeah. the fog, yeah. And, you know, louder sonar just makes, reflects more off of bubbles. So um, there is uh, an oceanographer by the name of Grant Keene of the Scripps Institution of Oceanography in La Jolla, who, um, let's see, who's seeing that by adjusting the volume of sonar clicks, then processing the incoming echoes, dolphins might have solved the problem that still stymies man-made sonar, which is how to peer through frothy water. Um, using clicks that mimic an, an Atlantic bottlenose dolphin, scientists devise a system that weeds out sound clutter from underwater bubbles. And they said, uh, it's really ingenious, actually. I think it's very clever work, and there are a number of significant applications for it. Um, using something like a fireman's hose, researchers shot bubbles into a huge tank set underground a huge water tank and the bubbles cloaked a submerged target which was a steel ball slightly smaller than a baseball and then the researchers would send out short bursts of sound sort of like dolphin clicks and collected the echoes and processed the data mathematically to figure out the steel ball's location the same way the dolphin would be trying to see something through through uh through air bubbles and they said it worked brilliantly um and the findings could improve man-made sonar allowing mine hunting submarines to see more clearly in murky shallow waters because um, normally using sonar to locate targets in bubbly water, like I said, is a bit like driving at night in fog. It doesn't help to make it any louder. Um, so the same way you're trying to like bounce something off of the object you're seeing, the bubbles scatter the sound, but the sound they reflect gets a sonic boost because bubbles kick back sonar signals perhaps a million times more powerfully than equally sized steel balls in water. So that makes it tricky for them to see through that. But um, scientists observed dolphins blowing bubble nets, so these dense, dense clouds of tiny bubbles, while hunting schools of fish, which seems strange because either they're blinding their best sensory apparatus or they were doing something we couldn't do. And um, compared to the best sonar technology, a dolphin's hardware is much less powerful, so they couldn't figure out how they were doing it. And it turned out um, there's this nonlinear mathematics you have to use to process those dolphins' sonar returns. And that type of calculation exploits the energetic echoes of the bubbles, which, unlike those of the steel balls or fish, bounce back sound as the square of the pulse that hits them. Okay, yep, 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 no, yep. Just barely too long. Barely too long. (laughs) I was waiting for that. I saw your laptop shut, and I was like, oh, man, he's not going to be able to cut Andy off. My computer's dead. (laughs) Uh, Then I remembered I got country on my phone. Basically, dolphins are doing crazy nonlinear mathematics to be able to see through these bubbles, and it's more advanced than anything we can do. And dolphins are awesome. That's the that's the that is cool. Thing. Yeah, I did like that story, but it was long. <laughs> a little story. bit long. Got a little long. So I had to. No, that's on me. That's on country. me. I knew. I saw it coming. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Favorite marine animal, Matt. I I kind of like the jellyfish. What? Like not for their effects on you, but like I kind of like they kind of they're, they're translucent. They're kind of weird. I don't like those at all. They, like, sting you. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, if you're, co- if you're protected. <laughs> what are you? Stinger suits. Us. Do you ever swim oh, in a yeah. stinger suit? I like your stinger suit is, like, a full-on fucking scuba gear. Like, you're just going to go swim. But it's like a submarine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you swim around a submarine. <laughs> Steve, what, do you, what is your favorite? Probably the sea cucumber. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. That's the fucking worst. Like a sea cuke? Uh, the fucking shark, man, for sure. What? Yeah. Which which shark? Sharks. What type of shark? Oh, great white, man. <laughs> the one that's most the likely to kill machine. you? Yeah. Well, I don't go one in the ocean anymore, so I don't give a shit. Some dude in Australia just yeah. got bit in half. half yeah. Bit in half. Oh. 
Yeah. Is he okay? Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> I'm bitten half real bad. <laughs> Is the upper half of him okay? <laughs> uh, Andy, what what about you? Uh, I like the dolphins. I mean, they're dolphins. They're I awesome. do like dolphins. Yeah, yeah. I get really excited when I see them. I'll shout. I'll go, there's some fucking dolphins. And then I <laughs> tell everybody to look. Yep. I told my girlfriend and I were at the beach, and I told her that there was dolphins in the ocean. And she goes, oh, cool. And then didn't look at him. And then I was like, because we're both from Iowa. I was like, imagine 10-year-old Chelsea. Realizing that at some point she'll be over dolphins, you should be fucking ashamed of yourself. Yeah, you're overseeing a dolphin in the water. Yeah, Come it on. never gets old to me. Never. I get so excited. Just end it at that point. There was yeah. an otter. This woman was running in Minnesota and she got attacked by an otter, like a tiny otter. Oh yeah, bitter like a hundred. Oh, she was swimming. Oh, was she swimming? Oh, she, yeah, she, she was, You said she was running? Well, I thought she was running by a lake. Still, how would the... No, she was a triathlete, and she okay. was training. Yeah, I would, and... I would guess that I could outrun an otter yeah, over dry land. Yeah. And she got attacked. Yeah, it fucking shredded her up. <laughs> really tore really? her shit up, yeah. yeah. And they're like, oh, there's only been like 20 attacks, or like 10 or 20 attacks in the last 20 years. Like, it's wow. really rare. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> Did they the, capture the otter and kill it or anything? Did they try? I don't think they got it. It's got a taste for triathletes yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. The triathletes had, no, that otter went home and made one, a mark on its bedpost. Yeah. Yeah. One more down. Yeah. We're going to need a smaller boat. Yeah. Yeah. A smaller boat? The worst job. There's something people. about the scent of lycra and cycling cleats. <laughs> oh, lycra. Have you ever done it? I did one triathlon. I bought no. a bike. I was like, I'm going to do triathlons. Did one. It was like, I had to wake up too early for that. Fuck that. I did one open water swim from Alcatraz once. Oh, really? Holy shit. Yeah. From Alcatraz. That? But I mean, I was wearing a wetsuit, so it's not as impressive. But how but how far to? Like, it's like a mile and a half. It's actually, it was the day that I moved out to San Francisco. My brother's friend had signed up and he chickened out. And uh, he's like, you can just swim as Bob Burke if you want. And I just bought a wetsuit and I did it. And uh, what if you died? They would. It would be a Bob really Burke fucked everybody today, up. Yeah. Like, yeah. Andy's yeah. missing. His brother's friend Bob Burke died. <laughs> this is confusing. Wait, they wouldn't. <laughs> they call the family for Bob Burke. Yeah. Your son is dead, and they'd be like, no. And then he walks in the door. Why are you guys crying? What's up, guys? <laughs> But yeah, it wasn't that bad a swim. It was there were like eight hundred people that do it every year, and the more impressive thing is like a hundred of those do it without a wetsuit. But everyone else is with a wetsuit, so it's like if you're trying to mimic what it would be to escape from Alcatraz. How cold is it in there? It's like uh, it's in the fifties, probably. It's cold. I mean, it's doable. I have also heard stories about people that do. Have you heard of beta breakers that run across yeah. San Francisco? That's like an eight mile run, but some people start at the starting point in the water and swim around the peninsula Jeez. and meet up with the runners at the end. So they would be swimming like fifteen miles. And they do it without wetsuits, and I've heard they put on like 20 or 30 extra pounds of fat. Like, they just eat a ton, so they'll have more insulation right. before the they do it. Right, the people who do it without wetsuit as well, do they, like from Alcatraz, do they grease themselves up with, like, grease that they've stolen from the prison right. kitchens? Yeah. <laughs> they, have, they have to eat only what the prisoners, the rations they would have had, and yeah. And actually smash a window and, like, climb They have out to murder sheets. a guard before <laughs> they start the swim. They're all given a, sh- they're all given a shiv, and there's someone assigned to be yeah, shanked by them. They have to the- butt-fuck each other and then start... Butt-fuck each other, kill a guard, and then swim. Make a, paper, make a paper mache face. <laughs> That's the hardest part about the swim. <laughs> Leave uh, a dummy yeah. in their bunk. Yeah. And like, the chase starts once you get discovered missing. <laughs> oh, there you go, yeah. You gotta do it at night. Um, <laughs> all right, Matt, do you have a... But and, oh, Andy's still here, but Bob's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing my face, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm, I go, I'm, I'm gonna go with this story, Lars. I was, I was debating between two stories. I'm gonna go... Um, so the, f- the earliest um, 
spiral galaxy has been discovered and it stunned astronomers. They've spotted the earliest known spiral galaxy dating just three billion years after the Big Bang. I want to think of like it's, a stunned astronomer. It probably just him going, oh, wow. Well, that's yeah. his, his <laughs> tough to stun an astronomer. Oh, wow. Jesus, I'm going to tweet this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <that's laughs> this, is, this is quite a shock. Hashtag wow. Uh, um, but yeah, it's a, they've reported in Nature, um, it should take much longer than three billion years for gravity to bring all of the matter needed for a... Ma- like a galaxy's immense. Mm-hmm. And for it to sort of form into this thing, it needs a huge amount of, like, of time for gravity to form it into this thin disk for it to all start to order it. And they were trying to work out how the hell it happened. And now they think um, a smaller galaxy, uh, which was kind of which was orbiting it, might have given it that gravitational kick. So I, I guess the smaller gravity acted a bit like you know, like if you've got a sink and the water's draining, and you kind of give it a spin to kind of help it swirl. Like that's what the smaller oh, galaxy cool. did. Oh, cool. That makes sense. And it made I spin. do that oh. all the time. As you should, if you want to drain the water quickly. Yeah, you're a conscientious my, water drainer. No, it's just I'm in the shower, and then I have a clogged drain, and I'm like. Oh, Bored in here. I uh, make this. Just, just yeah. <laughs> as, oh, a, as a side note, by the way, on then that I subject, scream, yeah. the uh, the Coriolis force and the whole um, the whole water goes Below down the, the equator. Yeah, like bullshit. Not true. Yeah. Not complete. True like totally I mean, there is, that force is there, and it does have an effect if you have like a like a ludicrously big tank of water and leave it to settle for a week and a half, so that there's, no, there's no outside forces dictating yeah, which way. And it then goes, you just like, or, yeah. and then a pinhole hole through the bottom, and eventually the swirl will start in one direction. But most of the time, it's just the shape of the sink. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, can't you even like? Ma- can't you my fo- day. force it the other direction too? Yeah, you or? totally can. Yeah, yeah. you totally can. You and ruined. it just it generally depends on where you know where the water comes in and where the water goes out in relation to the shape. Right, of the sink. right. So wait, oh, that galaxy was how old? They're saying that Four? galaxy was three billion years. Um, just started three billion years after the Big Bang. Oh, they okay. found it, um, which is pretty cool. It's pretty impressive. So were there dinosaurs then? <laughs> um, no, the dinosaurs, <laughs> dinosaurs. Dinosaurs hadn't even started yet. There was just, um, you know, time travelers. Obviously, Bill and Ted were there, but oh. Doctor Who was there. Doctor Who, Bill and Ted, all, all the normal time travelers, but eccentric know. billionaires with amber canes. A little bit of amber on amber the end of their canes. canes. That's why I want to be that Park. guy. Yeah, you know what? Fuck that joke. Edit that <laughs> no, out. I like it. I like it. Edit it out. Um, it's gone. Is there anything else uh, galaxy related you got for us? Well, the way that, the way they discovered it is they've got this new. Um, it's called the OH suppressing infrared integral field spectrograph. Oh yeah, I got one of those. The Keck Observatory in Hawaii, and what it can do is subtract the effect of all the water that lies between the Earth and the galaxies at these huge distances because the, there's water that gets in the way, presumably just floating around, just. Uh, and this thing can kind of cut through it. This thing can somehow, I presume, calculate. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't actually explain how. Uh, there is a link. I could try and click it and see what it says. It explains it. But it's. It basically, that wouldn't fit in with the tone of today's ep- episode, which has been to stop everything before we've actually reached this conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, well, so the <laughs> galaxy. It uses, here you we go, it uses a lenslet array to sample a small rectangular patch of the sky. Put the put the instrument down, Brooks. Put the music down. I'm not. The I'm not going to do it. You're quick, Matt. Andy's drones. You're you're the quick. You do quick. Uh, quick hits. So it says it provides moderate spectral resolution and full broadband spectral coverage. It doesn't say how it does it. I I have no idea how it does it. Uh, proper scientists, if you want to write in and explain how it does it, whether it whether it does it with better machinery that or whether it calculates somehow subtracts it in the calculations afterwards, please write in. 
We would be very appreciative. And we will, we uh, will, I will read it out, and hopefully Brooks will not play. I won't, I won't play. Country well, you've got the additional benefit of like a, a more interesting voice, you know? Mm-hmm. There you go. If you put the accent, it, you can cover. I think you've got like a minute and a half window before Brooks is going to play you out. Mine's probably like <laughs> less than 60 seconds. Yeah, it definitely is less. It's less. Yeah, you academically sound smarter. Yeah. Um, By the way, I forgot to mention that um, the pr- professor from Columbia who wrote to us. Uh, actually was working at the Large Hadron Collider at CERN. Oh, cool. He got his PhD there, and he was studying under... His thesis advisor was the author of the Toronto Star article that we quoted when we were talking about the Higgs boson. Oh, that's so, yeah, that's cool. It's crazy. Um, so we, like, it's pretty. I do. I, I shouldn't. I should. This, this just stops surprising me. I know it just stops but surprising whenever me. Whenever we too. get <laughs> yeah. actual real scientists who listen to this show, <laughs> don't they know we've you never had have a single one of guest them on, on, on as a guest? No, we would love that. We should actually. Yeah, yeah we would like. In that. fact, how about this? Well, uh, standing offer. If you are in uh, the general LA area and you actually know something about science. Write to us. Tell us what your pedigree is. And Maybe we should have a segment where you just you explain your science, and we keep Brooks away from any music playing. No, see how it, long you. It's a gong show. No, yeah, if yeah. they're professional, I would never do that because it would sure. be interesting. Maybe, probably. Well, hey, know. the benefit is you get to come out. You also get to hang. At Blue I'm also Bell, get in the pool. I'm also mad at Andy today because he fucking ruined my Dark Knight oh, Rises oh, three hour movie that was going to start three hours before we're starting recording the podcast. There wasn't going to be enough time. I wanted to see that movie. Also, listen, I want to see a movie that reminds us all of a national tragedy as much as the next guy, Brooks. But maybe we can wait a week, huh? How about that? How about you wait a week to fucking joke about it? Andy? I'm not joking about <laughs> it. I'm saying I don't want to see it because I'll be thinking about what just happened. How can um, you not be thinking about that? I go to movies to escape. Okay? Yeah, but that's okay. All right, Bring it down. I gotta tell. I, got, I have a super broken phone. I just gotta tell this story. It's not it is really related. broken. It's, it's really so like, broken. Even by cracked I can't believe that's that works. You can, I can't believe it works. You either. can see the stuff underneath. That's like like the end of the Terminator. Exactly. Of <laughs> iPhone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Alternate no. power source phone. So what happened was, I broke this phone in Denver a few weeks ago. Got a brand new iPhone 4s, and then Thursday, I'm skateboarding to meet my friend. Uh, at the Village Idiot to drink beers. Nice, nice. And I I have my phone. It's playing Country Summer of course. in my top pocket, like the button-down pocket uh, up on yeah. your chest. Then I get to where I'm going. I bend down to pick uh, up my... I bend down to pick up my skateboard. Phone falls out of my pocket. I'm like, oh, shoot, I hope it doesn't crack as it's falling. Then slides down a sewer. What? Mm. Yeah, it slid into the drain down a sewer. Wow. Still playing country somehow out that? of the sewer. Like you could hear <laughs> Alabama blaring in the sewer. And I'm like, oh, no. So then I kick the sewer like it's like a great. You kicked it. No, no. It's like a great like uh, like how the curb like it's the curb sewer thing. It's not like. Uh, yeah. So it just drains straight off into like underneath the curb. So I like kind of kicked that grate a little bit and then like got my body like a third of the way in there, like trying Ooh, to reach down. Gross. As my friend walks out to see if I got there, he doesn't know it's me. He just sees somebody in a sewer, <laughs> like reaching down in a sewer. And then like I pop out. I'm like, <laughs> and he's like, oh, my God, what are you doing? You, man? Literally, you started a night of drinking in the gutter. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. it was terrible. How do you not take that as the clearest sign from from the heavens that is the end of summer country? Like This was not meant and to be. And then Alan Jackson canceled the next yes. night. Summer oh, country. Oh, my Summer God. country 2012 is over, dude. We got to pick a new genre. Mercury's in retrograde, man. <laughs> Fucking so bummed out. So, yeah, so my phone, and it's still working. I can search for it. You can search for your phone. And no. It, yeah, and it just says, it gives the exact location. <laughs> it just <laughs> says sewer. No, yeah, and it shows. I'm like, there it is. Oh, man. 
Have the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles been on your Facebook yet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Keep all my getting these awesome Instagrammed pictures no, of my April in- O'Neil. My interests are pizza now. Just <laughs> uh, so yeah. So Steve, do you have any funny? Or do you have you ever lost a phone? I, so, I've never lost mine, but I have dropped mine several times, and I've had one that looked very similar to yours yeah, with a cracked up screen. So I had to go back to the old phone. That's my penance. Instead of buying a new phone, I was like, no, Brooks, yeah. you don't deserve a new phone. You just threw yours in a sewer. Do you know how cheap those screens are to replace? I think like 50 bucks. I, I did mine for $2. You order Whoa. the screen online. I mean, it takes a couple hours, but you can do it yourself. I did it myself with my 3GS. Oh, with I a hair dryer. Well, actually, we need a heat gun, but like a hair dryer can theoretically get the glue hot enough to get it all off. It's not yeah. hard. So hmm. you, you dropped your phone. Andy, you, you broke your phone? I threw it in anger because I was in Ikea all day and I was pissed off. Yeah. Whoa. You got some real rage problems. <laughs> Matt? Oh, I've got... I've Do cra- they have phones in England? Cell phones? <laughs> yeah, but they're all still on the wall. You ha- I mean, you've got to go to the phone box, obviously. And- yeah. And Banksy's fucked most of those. Up. Yeah, you yeah. just you know yeah. you got what, what you do is you know you tap the receiver a few times and the operator answers and, and you, you say hey Sarah, Sarah London seven two zero five please, <laughs> and then they just put you through. I have I have got a broken iPhone though. Look, there it's right there. It's a, but it's only slightly correct. Uh, oh, it doesn't count. That's not no, too sorry. bad. Yeah. And then I've had a phone stolen before. But oh, uh, what they do with it? I don't know. This was before you could track anything. Like it was just this was when I was backpacking through Europe and I just cancelled it the next day. Oh, okay. This was ten like ten years ago, more than ten years ago. Matt, I don't know if you were here since I booked a trip to Europe. I'm going to Europe in I think you told me you were going September. to. I didn't know what your plans were yet. Yeah, I'm going to Germany, Italy, and France. Nice. When are you going to be there? September. September. Uh, I'm going to be in Canada. Otherwise, we could meet up. We could go European together. We could do uh, probably science in Europe. <laughs> yep. It would just be filled with me drunk and just like being like, this is crazy. That's all it would be. Uh, yeah, but we'd be Steve, in Europe this time. Have you been to Europe? <laughs> I have, but not since I was like 15 or 16. What did you do there? I was there with family for vacation, we were, and we were pretty much just in London. Because you were going to come to London at one point, weren't you? You were going to do those shows with Sarah? I was going to do shows with Sarah, and uh, I got strep throat. Sarah Silverman. Yeah, and couldn't fly. I was so sick. Oh, uh, sound just like Alan Jackson. Why don't you two fucking hang out together? Yeah. Bad throats and He actually filled in for me. Oh, he, he did? Okay, that's great. <laughs> he did a tight 20. Speaking of the Sarah Silverman show, you got something else coming up you're working on, right? Oh, yeah. I'm currently writing a, a pilot for FX at the moment. That's awesome. That's yeah. pretty cool. Is it about like a pod, science podcast team that go and solve mysteries? Yep. <laughs> Travel to Europe and yep. fight crime? Yeah. What if we didn't get cast in that? Like, that's a thing that happens. <laughs> and then they're like, they, <laughs> there's a rival scientist. And Andy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. damn it. Should have got that role. Uh, well, that's cool. Burp. Uh, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> we probably close it out, right? I think we can. Yeah, that should call it. Yeah, any, any shows coming up you want to plug? This is going up tomorrow on the twenty third. So. Oh yeah, I'll uh, I'll be at Largo with Sarah Silverman on the twenty sixth. I think nice. that's this Thursday. Oh yeah, cool, very cool. And uh, you uh, and uh, hosting Comedy Death Ray on this Tuesday. Oh, that's also great. Nice. And also 24. follow follow Steve on Twitter. You're just Steve Ag on Twitter, right? Yep. And uh, Facebook and in the streets and all that kind of thing. Yeah, you see him in the streets. Mm-hmm. Say, look I heard the, you on Probably Science. Look for the Steve Agee Street team. <laughs> yep. There you go. And someone got a text. Nice. And, well, they, and just, you know, if you ever need him, then just cut out a silhouette of him and stick it to your window, shine a lamp behind it. And I'll be there. And he'll be there. Yeah. Don't ask how, but I'll be there. It's <laughs> <laughs> magic. Uh, and I've, if you're looking for somebody to not to uh, make plans to go see Dark Knight Rises and then cancel, hey, at hey, Andy T. Wood on yep, Twitter. Yeah. What? 
it wouldn't have worked. It was physically impossible to fit the time in. Batman would have managed it. Batman yeah. probably would have been yeah. here. Oh, by the way, uh, we shot the first episode of the show I'm working on. It's hosted by Dean Cain. And he had a, he had some stuff to say about Batman. Oh. <laughs> he doesn't like Batman? Well, he's just got some gadgets and stuff. Yeah, he's like, Batman's a wuss. <laughs> Fuck. Get he's Cain. right, though. Come on, Batman. Oh, he was Superman. I yeah, forgot. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that's why. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so he's actually, good dude though I really like him Dean Cain solid guy we need to get him like an, him and Adam West yeah <laughs> dude <laughs> hey bug Dean Cain get fight. him on here you know what we'll see at the end of the season if we get tight enough I don't know okay right yeah, you probably don't get... want to do it in your like, your first week of the show yeah hey, when I'm the writer's assistant on the set oh, writer's yeah, assistant yeah. um Alright, well thanks for listening Follow Steve on Twitter Steve, thanks for coming and doing Follow it Follow us on Thank Twitter and, and probably science at gmail.com as well yeah. And probably science on Twitter If you've got any corrections or comments Thanks for doing the inaugural science questionnaire <laughs> My pleasure a, a By the way, I think Michio Kaku Is probably actually my favorite scientist Who would he do? He's like a physicist, a theorist And uh, he's amazing what, what era? Present Oh, cool Yeah, he's a smart dude Nice. Well, and hey. then I'd move Einstein to my least favorite. Fuck Ooh, that dude. Wow. Yeah, overrated. Yeah, get a haircut. This is I. <laughs> this is I, Albert Einstein. I'm so, so sad. Yeah, I, Albert. What is? I was just was. I'm the number one scientist. I don't know why would you would pick this meat juice. Meat, meat juice. Meat juice. This meat, <laughs> meat juice guy. I made. I made a bomb. <laughs> All right, that's it for All me. Right. Um, I don't even My phone's fucking done I can't even Summer country us out Just hold on Let me summer country us out (laughs) (laughs) Summer country Summer country Hashtag summer country